You're listening to episode 48 of Alexa in Canada, the voice experience. She's got, She's skills. got skills. My name's Terry Fisher, and here's the deal. Voice technology is changing so fast, and I'm trying my best to keep up with it. I'm here to learn everything I can about Alexa, so you and I can figure her out, and so we can make our lives more organized, relaxed, stress-free, and even have some fun. Let's learn some skills. Wow. All I can say is wow. The amount of content that we cover in this week's episode about using Alexa for education is just mind-blowing. Today, I've got two special guests, Aparna and Deepak Ramanathan. But just before we get to them, again, this show, as you know, is sponsored by the Alexa Conference presented by Voice First FM. It's the worldwide gathering of Alexa developers and enthusiasts. I am going to be there. I want to see you there. And you can get tickets right now by going to the show notes page at alexaincanada.ca slash 48 and using the promo code Alexa in Canada and you will get 20% off the tickets. The conference itself is January 15th to 17th in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And like I said, I hope that you will be there and that I can uh, meet and we can have a good chat when we are in Chattanooga. Now, today, as I said, I'm really excited about this podcast. We have Aparna Ramanathan. She is the CEO and co-founder of Ask My Class. And we have her husband, Deepak Ramanathan, who is the other co-founder, and he is the technological brains behind the, uh, behind, the, behind the project. As you'll hear, they both have very interesting stories about how they got involved in this uh, area of using Alexa and voice technology for education, and I'm super excited to uh, share this episode with you. So let's get straight to the podcast, and let's dive in with uh, these two special guests. Hello and welcome to the podcast, Aparna and Deepak. It's great to have you on here. Welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. Really excited. Um, before we get into your your product and your company, Ask My Class, which is fascinating to me because it, it delves into a whole new area of voice technology that I haven't really had a chance to explore much, that being education, of course. Maybe we can learn a little bit about yourselves first. So maybe you can each take a, a moment or two and tell us a little bit about who you are and a little bit about your background. Okay, well, great. I'll start. So um, I'm the co-founder of Ask My Class. My background is I'm a medical doctor from Australia. Um, I was working in critical care. When we moved to the U.S., I changed my focus to child health and well-being and when voice technology came out uh, in the US a few years ago, I saw this as a really good opportunity for putting emotional regulation techniques in a gamified way for families to use at home together each evening. Oh. And during oh. the course of developing that content, I was showing a teacher who thought that this would work really well in a classroom. So that's how we pivoted and I started to develop solely for the classroom and uh, enter Deep. So I'll let him introduce himself. And Yeah. We hey, Terry. Hey, I'm Deepak. Hey. Um, so hey. really uh, my background is that I'm a technology guy. I've been in engineering and product and marketing roles. I spent a lot of time at Google where I first came across the Google Assistant product um, back in back before it was called the Google Assistant. It was Google Now and Google Voice Technology, and I was involved in those teams. And then I spent time on the education side of Google as well. 
And when Aparna here was really focused around bringing the product to classrooms, um, you know, I made the decision, we, worked, we talked about it, you know, how do we really make this into something that's significant? Because we both believe that this technology, you know, disruptive is thrown around a lot, but I think it is a, it is a technology that will change the way, you know, our kids interact uh, in the future sure. with different devices. Sure. And so for us, you know, being able to bring this technology into schools, classrooms, teachers, and, and getting generation of kids well, you know, informed about how to use this technology, um, really, um, you know, is, is sort of the, I guess, the the reason why we, you know, we, we built our smart class. Great. Now, um, Aparna, it's very interesting because as the listeners or some of the listeners will know, I'm a medical doctor as well. So yeah. I find this fascinating that, you know, both of us have have been drawn to this uh, to this voice technology in one way or another. What what has you so excited about voice technology in general? Oh, there there are a few reasons. One was uh, one of the issues that we're facing is too much screen time for our kids when using technology. And I love that there is now a way of using technology that is screen free, and it's particularly helpful for children under five where we're really um, you know trying to limit that so so that was one part the other part is that it is a very natural form of interaction for all of us but for children in particular it's very engaging and so it drew me in a way where I could see this as being a very handy tool to use with kids so um, yeah that was that was the the main draw card for me Great, great. And so let's get into what this is that the two of you have been producing. Ask my class. Tell us a little bit about what this is and how this works. Okay, so what we're doing is we're making Alexa into a helper for teachers, um, basically allowing teachers to have on tap ready access to prompts and activities in the classroom wherever they are. Teachers no longer stand at the front of the classroom and are next to their laptop all day. They are always moving around and on their feet. And in our observations of classrooms, we one of the things we noticed was how much a teacher has to walk back and forth. And with Alexa as a technology where you can get things done just by talking out loud in a few words, uh, that's where we saw this being a really powerful tool, both for, for productivity, but also for being able to have, um, you know, instant guided activities. So just for an example, if, if mm -hmm. a teacher wanted to play a mindfulness skill rather than going and opening the laptop and searching up on a YouTube clip, um, that, that teacher can now just say, ask my class. So um, another example is in the morning meetings where there's often a greeting done first thing in the morning. Rather than having to source that greeting themselves, uh, again, you can ask, ask my class. So, so that's where we've been uh, developing the technology as that ready sort of access point. And we've got a few other things in the works, but at the moment that's how our product is used. Yeah, and so one of the best parts about the way in which, you know, teachers – are using technology is that they see it as a second pair of hands in the classroom. They sort of see it as this extension. And if you think about, you know, classrooms vary in terms of size. So you've got classrooms with 25 kids or 30 kids or 20 kids or 35 kids. In all of those cases, every single child is so unique and different with a unique set of abilities. And so no one teacher, it's not humanly possible for a teacher to be able to 
serve each child in the way they need. And just having an extra resource, a tool uh, in the classroom has really supported these teachers and, and students in being more engaged and also creating a classroom community that is, um, that is supportive of each other. Because this device, what's cool about this device, it's communal. So, you know, they talk about one-to-one -one iPads a lot and they talk about one-to-one -one devices in schools a lot. But this device is a device that all kids can share in the classroom. And that in itself is a different experience in, in lots of classrooms. Wow. Yeah, no, that that's great. Those are, I mean, a lot of points that I really haven't given much thought to yet and being that I'm not in this education space, but that there's a lot of great, great, great. Uh, great points that you have there what just to get a little bit of sort of basic information on this what what grades is this geared towards and and you know how how many students are using this now what's the what's the reaction give me a sense of kind of where it is right now absolutely so we piloted last year in the elementary classrooms and um we have actually we found that there were teachers that had alexa in middle school and high school and there are certain features that, that are attractive for those grades, but our core uh, classrooms are, are elementary. And uh, this year we're also um, starting a pilot with, with uh, early learning, so the preschool, uh, in order to help kids get ready for school. And the scale is quite amazing because what we found a couple of things, right? Like what, you know, we, we started um, the – the companies, you know, we started the company probably eight, but just about eighteen months ago, and we built a. We basically started it with a tweet. We sent out a tweet saying, "Look, we, we'd love to build something to support teachers in the classroom." And the response that we got from a single t tweet, even before we actually had a product, was really astonishing. To and and so we had our initial pilot set of teachers right there who who were ready to try anything that we built. Wow! So we built the first tool. Um, we got it into a small number of classrooms across a couple of states in the U.S. And what we what we learned from that was just the fact that, you know, if you find if you, if you recognize that probably a quarter of the week is spent on lots of classroom management and non not let's say non lesson time, mm -hmm. um, those are the the moments that you can you know not only save time for teachers. But you can add some extra, let's call it agency, for kids because they can, rather than waiting in a line to uh, their spelling word, you know, get the, get the, you know, how do I spell this word? They can go to Alexa and get the answer. And then the three other kids who were too afraid to ask, they also hear the answer on how to spell that word. So, so there's some interesting ways in which this resource and tool can be can be used uh, in the in the classroom, and. The scale question is a great question because it's hard to quantify how many Alexa's classrooms right now, but we believe it's it's in excess of ten to fifteen thousand right now. And the reason for that is two things: one, it's a great Christmas gift or, or holiday gift, so so we know that lots of teachers get those as gifts. Um, and the second thing is um, there are teachers who are looking at twenty first century skills, and we can come dig into that a bit more, but. Those teachers want their kids and their students to be ready for these new interfaces and these new opportunities that will open up, uh, you know, in the next 10 to 15 years. And those are really forward-thinking uh, districts and teachers. And we're actually working with quite a few of those right now that, to, to really help them understand how to, you know, work, integrate AI into, into the classroom. 
That's great. So one one thing that comes to mind and one concern that I have, or maybe not a concern, but one challenge, um, and this is also coming from me. I also have an education background as well. Before medical school, I did I did an education degree, so this is fascinating to me as well. But um, wow. when um, you know, so classroom management, I know is a is a is a big issue, like you said, in, in terms of being able to to just as you put it, it's this sort of non-lesson time, but it's, you know, managing, are these people talking at a turn or are these people getting up out of their seats? So how or does it create a challenge when you have a Lex in the class as far as possibly being a distraction for the kids where they're talking to Alexa when they shouldn't be or somebody goes to ask Alexa a question and Alexa says something and then other people get distracted by that? How do you see that sort of fitting into the classroom? Oh, that's a good question. So what we found, and this all came out of the pilots from last year, what we found is that there are teachers that integrated Alexa as a tool, just like they have integrated iPads and Chromebooks. And so if there's a defined set of rules that is introduced up front, then what we found was that generally the, the behavior and management around using Alexa was was actually fairly easy to manage. So uh, we took the learnings from the teachers that did this very well. And so now when a new teacher joins Ask My Class, we, we actually pass that knowledge on as to how to introduce Alexa as a helper for the classroom and also you know, the, how to actually create the guidelines and rules so that it will be used appropriately. Yeah, I think one of the, it's such a great question because intuitively you'd say, look, there's this really cool device in the room and kids are going to talk to it and they're going to ask things they shouldn't be asking of it. Mm-hmm. And, and But then you realize that, you know, the, the the teachers are so well-versed in understanding how to bring new tools in the classrooms. Like they just know it. And so, you know, we used our first initial pilot actually or to answer that, you know, that question around if you've got a voice device in the classroom, how can you avoid the distraction? How can you avoid all these things? And you immediately realize that there's only certain moments in the classroom where this tool will work and the other moments it won't work. So say they're doing some, uh, you know, group assignment, uh, you know, the kids are working together. They're not necessarily engaging with the device unless they have a question. And so there's these, you know, if you go into the details of the environment um, and you start to observe, you quickly recognize that you know, it's sort of this fit for purpose. There's certain things that it works for, certain things it doesn't. And if you've got good controls and management around that. The other beautiful thing is, you know, you can see the history of what's been asked on Alexa very easily. So, you know, mm-hmm. teachers use that as a, you know, the, the carrot, there's a carrot and stick approach here too. So sure, you can use that to, uh, to, to um, make sure that, um, you know, appropriate things are, are being requested. And, and in most cases, you know Alexa really well. Um, you won't get the same response as you would say using Google uh, asking the same question. So, so there are some, you know, it's, but, but it is probably the most important question, which is how do you bring this new technology uh, into a classroom and successfully uh, use it in the moments where, you know, where it's needed. And um, fortunately we've been able to study that and, and build that into our product as well. Great, great. And so let's let's talk about some of the successes. Uh, what what have you heard from teachers? What are some of the you know the 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 real uh, celebrations that you've had about things that teachers and students have been doing with this in the classroom so far? Oh, great. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so we have 
various activities that uh, play on Alexa. One of them is my personal passion, which is around social emotional learning. So we have a third grade classroom and the story here was that there is one child who has a history, a high history of trauma. And um, some of the activities that we have are designed to help children who are um, activated and frustrated to actually bring those emotions down. And when a child is uh, doing that activity, the last line of that is write or draw what made you feel this way and then share it with your teacher. So the uh, what happened is the this child actually went through this activity with Alexa, uh, with Ask My Class on one day. The following day when she felt frustrated, she instead of going to Alexa, she was able to go to her teacher and say, can I write or draw what's making me feel this way? And for us, that was actually a perfect example of using voice technology as a tool when it's needed, but it is also helping a child learn. So she was learning these uh, emotional regulation techniques that she could then apply the next day. So that that was always a story that I, I've loved because that was, uh, uh, you know, right in my wheelhouse of um, teaching kids emotional regulation. Um, the other, the a funny thing is that uh, often in the younger age groups, Alexa takes on a personality in the classroom. So it becomes a member of the class. And when, you know, as happens with voice technology, when the teacher is asking something of it and you get that response back of, I don't understand, some of the kids will say, Alexa isn't listening very well today. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So, so we've had that. We've also had kindergarten kids saying that, oh, I think Alexa is sick today and needs to rest. So, so there are a few of the funny interactions um, that happen with kids as well. Yeah. So, you know, there's also lesson support. So a great example is teachers do uh, board races where they have kids, you know, up against each other solving problems. And rather than having the teacher, you know, digging uh, for questions or finding new questions on the spot, um, Alexa says the word problem out loud and that encourages listening skills but what it also does is it frees up the teacher to spend time supporting the kids rather than reading from a textbook or, fr or trying to find uh, you know another problem for, uh, for the kids and so um, what we found this is direct feedback from our teachers they love that sp spontan the ability to sort of get those spontaneous um, questions and activities right from Alexa and so we have a activity bank that we've built with teachers uh, who have uh, helped us build the bank. And that bank ranges from social emotional learning to lesson supports to music and so, or, or countdowns and timers. And, you know, the countdowns and timers is so different for what you need in a classroom versus the, the generic timers that are available right on Alexa. So we're able to build things that are very specific for the classroom. That's great. That's great. The uh, the description of the, uh, the third grade student with, uh, you know, using this as a tool for the emotional regulation. I'm curious, how does the student do that? Are they alone when they do that? Or are they doing it in the corner of the classroom? Or can other students hear what they're doing and that, that interaction with Alexa? Actually, what's interesting is each classroom uh, or each teacher does this in a different way. So it's uh, we call them the colors because based on how you're feeling, you can call forth the exercise that's that's with the, um, associated with those colors. So some teachers will actually see a student that needs support, but have the group of students all do it together. So what it is is they're, they're guided activities. They're a few minutes long, and they're a, usually a combination of movement initially and then finally breathing to, 
to, to get the kids calm. So um, it can be done as a group activity. And then there are other teachers that allow students to go and actually use um, use the device just one-on-one. -on -one. And in that situation, there's the ability to use headphones so that it can be a, like a more personalized experience. And, and teachers have set up these spaces inside the classroom that are a bit more private to allow kids to you know, self-regulate and be able to learn those skills of self-regulation. Because, and, and one thing that we keep hearing back from teachers is more than the hard skills, math, English, you know, the 21st century skills as they describe it, as you know, and, and we see this across the country here and, and probably most likely in Canada as well, are going to be skills based on working with others and social skills and teamwork and, you know, all the skills that we value in the workplace are skills now that are being integrated into the classroom. And if you think about a single teacher being able to span all of these different skill sets, that's also not that easy. And so just having these additional supports where you've got mindfulness on tap or you've got these colors exercises or you've got social stories where you hear stories about scenarios that other kids have been through that then you can have a discussion in the classroom about and really try and understand how you know how you how would you react in that situation those are the types of um, uh, aids or augmentation i guess that you know we can really support teachers on uh, within the classroom i see that makes a lot of sense to me that actually i have a much clearer picture of how that can be used now um, I, li I really like the fact that the way you described it, you can either use it as a communal uh, experience with the class or a student can use it individually with headphones because in, in, you know, my, the, the wheels start turning in, turning in my brain here about, um, you know, there's some classes where, you know, there's, they try to get kids to work on laptops and that's obviously very expensive for, for an assignment. I wonder if you have considered like having uh, a fleet of Alexa devices of Echoes in the classroom so that each student can sit down with a pair of headphones and work through some type of class assignment or task or, or whatever it is, uh, you know, all using the technology, but individually. Yes. Yeah. One of the, one of what's interesting is that there are some of our teachers that are just such out there thinkers, let's put it that way. And some of them actually designed their classroom to have centers. So they have, individual echoes in different centers. So similar to what you're picturing, uh, Terry, around the idea that you could have single, you know, groups where, working on different assignments. And one one idea is really around the differentiation of, um, of learning. So for example, if you've got different levels of math uh, capability in a classroom, then, you know, we know one teacher who's set up, you know, can set, set up several echo dots and and have different kids work with different levels of math problems in at the same time. And so that, you know, and, and, and the beauty of that is they're not all looking at the screen, but they're all working together in small groups um, in, you know, trying to solve, um, solve those math problems according to their level and their skill. And so that's, that's where we see some of the value of this technology is, you can combine that communal side of things, but also make it really personal uh, and bring those two things together. So I like the way you're seeing that. That vision that makes so much sense. That's great. And, and um, boy, I have, I have so many more questions I'd love to ask, but we're getting a little short on time. Um, one other thing that I'm wondering about is how, how um, customizable, I guess, I suppose, is the skill. Can the teacher go in and, you know, 
customize particular aspects of it to the particular classroom or subject or students or, or that sort of thing. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And actually, that was a big part of um, what we wanted to bring for teachers. So while there are there are skills on Alexa, what we wanted to be able to have is where teachers can actually shape the experience coming out of Alexa directly. So we built in the ability to customize features. So some of our, for example, a teacher can set up a morning greeting um, or like a flash briefing for the classroom because a lot of our teachers had echoes at home and they would have uh, the adult flash briefing and would think, why can't we do this in the classroom? Mm -hmm. so, so we built that experience. Uh, there's also the ability to even add your own content, so your own word problems or your own MP3s if you wanted to um, have your own transition songs, for example. And then finally, this is the, it's a separate skill, but it's it's a random picker skill that we created. And teachers can actually put in the first names of their students. And so Alexa can be the method of picking a student at random or of grouping students as pairs and threes. And we found that this was one of the um, most sought after reasons to first join Ask My Class. And there are a couple of reasons for that. One is that um, it actually eliminates bias because uh, you have Alexa doing the picking. <laughs> and so uh, teachers really liked that. And it also, especially for group work, it eliminated um, you know, teachers having to think about, you know, how to pair students up or group students. So if students weren't happy with their grouping, it was Alexa's fault, which is great. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the way they do that, by the way, is that we have a web application that ties into the voice skills. So they have a dedicated uh, sign-in. They can customize um, to their heart's content around, they can put spelling tests in and quizzes and other content in there that's only specific to their class. They're also able to then share that with a third grade teacher next door who may want the same test as well. So they can start to work together with other, with peers, with other teachers and deliver the same content. But, it, you know, rather than both doing the work, they can kind of reduce that workload as well. So, so we've got the platform, which is the, you know, combination of the web application as well as the voice skills. That's great. No, that's great. Well, maybe we should just finish off with, um, you know, do you have any uh, thoughts of where or, or can you share at this point uh, any future plans or the roadmap or what you're going to be doing with this as we move forward? Yeah, we can. Well, I think there's a few things that we, you know, recognize just at big picture, right? Like, you know, teachers are strapped for time, period. They've always been strapped for time, but now the pressure is on for teachers to do more than just teach. You know, they need to be counselors and guide, you know, guides. They need to facilitate. They need to prepare the kids for, you know, those 21st century skills or the future skills. And, and so the way we've been thinking about this is, you know, that 25% of time in the classroom, we, you know, we want to give that back for, learning time, lesson time, and build that really exciting and engaging learning environment in the classroom. And we think voice is the best way to do that because it is that, it's just voice. It's not screen and it's communal um, and, and, and it's easy and accessible for, you know, regardless of your techni technology skills, you can talk. And if you can talk, you can engage with, uh, you know, with Alexa. And so, um, and so some of the features that we've been thinking through is around a scheduling feature. So supporting teachers around their own schedules. So actually uh, something similar to, you know, predictive, so really supporting teachers in advance of what they need at that moment in time. And then also we've been thinking a lot about um, the features around how do we build that sharing so that 
you know, t one teacher A and B and C can actually collaborate or they can share work with each other and we can build a community of teachers who are sharing materials, working together to really improve, you know, really, really get kids excited and engaged in the classroom with learning. Yeah. I think there's one other thing to add that I'd be excited to um, develop further, and that is around English language learning. Uh, this is something that it, it goes then beyond our borders as well to, to many countries where uh, voice technology is very ideally placed to help with learning a language because when you are talking, speaking, you need to enunciate and, uh, you know, even understand how to ask a question and what happens when you change a few words, what sort of answer do you get? So there, there is a lot that we could do with voice technology and language development, and that would be something that I'd be, we're excited to explore down yeah. the road. So our roadmap is big, long, yes. <laughs> we've had a lot of requests. So, you know, again, it's a, it's a process of just, you know, prioritizing and bubbling things up to the top. But but I think education and voice technology is a really exciting space. And and um, because of your background, we're going to be picking your brains as well, Terry. And getting, <laughs> getting, that's, getting, that's great. Getting, getting lots of your yes. ideas too. So That's great. I, I can tell you, my, my uh, like I said, the wheels are turning. I'm thinking of all different possibilities of ways that, that uh, this can support education and enhance education. And... Um, Boy, I think it's. I think you're onto something really, really neat here. So, um, congratulations on both on to both of you for this. And and I should mention, we should have mentioned this right off the bat, but this skill is available in Canada as well for our Canadian listeners. Absolutely. Um, so that's that's wonderful. Um, where can people go to find out more about what you're doing, and if they want to get their hands on this skill and so on, what are the best places to to look you up? Yep, two um, two two awesome places is uh, goaskmyclass.com. So our website has all all about our product and information, and and then you can reach out to us at any time. It's team at goaskmyclass.com. Yeah, and, and Twitter. And, we're on Twitter, and we're on Twitter as well at askmyclass. There's no go in front of it. It's just at <laughs> askmyclass. But the the and you know and and if there's anyone out there who wants to you know have a conversation about education and voice, more than happy to. Wonderful. Well, again, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, we went a little bit longer than I normally do, but I, boy, this was great. There was so much great content here, and I, uh, like I say, I, I, we could we could talk forever here, but uh, we'll have to cut it there. So thanks so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. We really enjoyed Thank it. Thank you. Thanks for your time. There you go. What great work both uh, Deeps and Aparna are doing. Congratulations, like I said, to both of you. I love this work. I think, um, you know, using this for education has tremendous possibilities. I also think just, you know, having kids grow up to know these skills and to understand what it means to interface with voice technology, this is going to be their future. And, uh, you know, a school, <laughs> there's not many, not many other better places than in a school where you can learn how to use it uh, in an effective way. And I'm sure that they can also learn uh, things about how to use it responsibly and, uh, you know, and get the most out of the technology. So, hey, again, congratulations. For those of you that want to get in touch with them, of course, I have the uh, the show notes, which will have all the links to their company and so on. And you can, of course, find that as usual at A-L-E-X-A in Canada dot C-A slash 48. Um, and also, uh, I haven't asked for reviews in a while, but if you are enjoying these podcasts, if you're getting some value out of them, uh, please feel free to leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, it means a lot to me and it does help the podcast to be discovered by other people who are interested in Lexi, 
who are interested in what's happening in Canada or otherwise, um, because as you know, there's a lot of content in this podcast that is relevant to other countries as well. So if you get a chance to leave a review, uh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. And again, one more time, A-L-E-X-A in Canada.ca slash 48 for all of today's content. I will talk to you again next week. She's got, she's got skills. skills.